Hey guys, it's Katie. Day million of quarantine. I'm not really even sure where we're at, what day it is, what's going on. Um, I do know that I had to pull myself up out of bed with my two-year-old because I almost fell asleep and I am just, I don't want to do anything else but sleep. I, he was so warm and cuddly, so I thought, you know what, the only thing that's going to pull me out of bed is something I'm excited about. So I thought, damn, now's a good time to do the podcast. So on this week's episode, I am so freaking excited. I had a very nerdy epiphany while I was weeding the front yard. Um, people underestimate the power of being silent. Um, and I find that being silent is when I do all of my figuring myself out. So I had an epiphany, I'm weeding. Um, what is a healthy relationship? So that's the topic today. I had to figure out what one is. Um, I have several, but um, I was sitting there weeding, thinking about one relationship in particular with my best friend, Tiffany, that um, has been healthy from the get-go. So I will let you in on that nerd stuff. But first, okay, so what is a healthy relationship? We always tell people, oh, that's unhealthy, or wow, big red flag, but what is healthy? Nobody ever fucking, nobody tells us that. How does, sorry, I'm trying to, I'm trying to watch the F word. How does it look? I don't freaking know, right? So I had two parents who had absolutely no business being together. Um, they eventually brought out the worst in each other, and uh, that's not even, that's just pff, tip of the iceberg stuff, not to use a, you know, common example but it is it is just the tip of the iceberg um everybody's got a family right everybody's got these problems you had you know a grandma who's a dumb bitch or maybe a narcissistic mother maybe a terrible uncle maybe a shitty brother you know we all have these scars from people and they all give us these things that we have to overcome in our life but Ultimately, doesn't fucking matter where it came from. So we could spend days talking about other people and how they screwed us. Doesn't fucking matter. What does matter is that you have it, right? You have this bad habit and you can fix it. Doesn't matter where you got it. Yeah, I know. I, I know. I Literally, I know what it's like to know tons of stupid people. It doesn't matter. The point is that you have this problem and you have to fix it. And that's how I run my life. Um, so if you think that I'm being crude or bossy or annoying, I am crude, bossy, and annoying to myself. I am constantly attacking myself to be better. Um, and I used to be really sorry for it, but now I am, uh, well, I'm just not. So step one, what is a healthy relationship? So I've thought about this um, over the last couple of days because, like I said, I had a very nerdy epiphany. Um, and I've, I think that we should all be looking at it like a Venn diagram. So in case you don't remember from fifth grade or whatever time they made us do those, a Venn diagram is that diagram where two circles intersect and have like a little piece in the middle that they share. So it should look like that. We have two circles who have their own independent shapes, circle in this example, and yet share a common space um, that's equal. So I want to pull up the text stream that I shared with my best friend, um, and it should be quite fun because this is 
um, words that I put on paper that I didn't think anyone else was going to hear until um, I decided to, to share it, obviously. So you'll get to hear a very dorky version of me. Okay, so I'm going to read it in my voice and then try to change for Tiffany's, but that, that should be funny. Okay, dude, you are my first healthy relationship. Like we have and always have had a healthy relationship. Like since day one, you are you, I am me, and we are also we. Tiffany says, what about the Joel fiasco? This is true though. Dude, dude, that was, oh, okay, hold on. Sorry, I fucked that one up. Dude, that was, that is healthy gay youth behavior. Bitch, I already knew that shit was going to happen. I told you, oh, that was going to be your Nathan. Haha, <laughs> remember when we both wanted to be Daisy? So we were like fucking Daisy twins. Okay, let's share together. Eee! That was Tiffany. Sorry, I should have told you I was switching. Here's me. But we have a healthy identity where you are you and I am me. Tiffany, I tell everyone that's my number one favorite thing about you. Every time I get a friend, they end up trying to be me. I love you because you are you. Me. I do this, then you do that, then we always figure it out. But as individuals, then together, first as individuals, then together. I was starting to feel real cocky around this time. She's, Tiffany says, we each fill a specific role to ourselves into each other. Oh, she made a text error, sorry. And to each other. I said, this is how it's supposed to be with everyone else. Holy fucking shit. She says, which brings total truth to the saying, you complete me. More like you compliment my personality. Me. Holy fucking shit. Holy fucking shit. We knew how to do it the whole time. We have the power now. Oh my God. Boom, she says. Tiffany. Y'all don't even know what a fucking best friend and soulmate is. Me. This is way cooler than a fucking high five. We are motherfucking slick ass motherfucking jazz singer blues guitarists cool right now. Tiffany says, ah, ha, 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 ha. I say, motherfucker, baby, slide job, baby, New Orleans, motherfucker. Tiffany says, straight up in the house of blues, drinking a martini or whiskey. I say, whatever you want, baby. You earned it, baby. Let's let loose. Party tonight. Vibe, baby. You do me. I do, or you do. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's a funny slip up. You do you. I do me. Then we meet back in the middle later. Boom. Ah ha ha. She says, damn it. I'm laughing so hard. I can hear your voice reading that text. I say, okay, I need to go back to weeding for real right now. Later is what Tiffany uh, says. So, um, I wish I could have read that a little better. I probably should have practiced, but I was in the mood, man. When I was texting that, I was feeling cool as fuck. Like, yes, I have my entire fucking life figured out, baby. I'm cool. Yeah. I'm going to play harmonica and get into some like fucking fedoras and vests kind of cool. So I was feeling um <laughs> very cocky and very cool. So point in reading that to you is one, to show you how silly I am and just plain slow because I'm 33 and I just now figured out what a healthy relationship is. Um... And then I started thinking, oh my God, like I've done it. I had the, you know, that sentence that I said to her, I had, we had the power the whole fucking time. I had the power the whole time. I had done it. I have several healthy relationships. Didn't even know it. So, um, anyways, 
Now, how does this apply to you? How can my ridiculousness help you? So how do you make this work in the world? I'm going to give you some examples of how I do it first, and then we can talk about it broadly. So in this regard, I'm hella needy. I need constant validation and attention. So I have to work on this daily. So I have to allow Keith alone time. And this is something that, so we've been married, I don't even fuck, I don't know, 10 years? I don't know. And just because it honestly, it doesn't really matter. Um, we're going to, we'll, we'll be married forever. That's my boo. So I don't even keep track. Um, but I think it's like 10 years or, or so. And I've always forced him to be alone in the house. And what I mean by that is like, we all go to the movies. It's been several months, I noticed, since Keith has been home alone. I'm like, no, dude, you have a day. Like, I'm going to take the kids. You have a day. Because if I couldn't be home alone and do what I wanted to do and be in my headspace, I would literally explode. I would go totally insane. I would be doing circles, making literally paths in the floor. I would go totally bananas. So I have to remember that Keith is Keith. And he has to do that. And I have to fight myself constantly because I'm always just like, do you love me? Oh, I love you. Oh, how much do you love me? Like, do you love me like as much as I love you? Fuck. Oh, my God. Can we hang out together? Uh, do you want to hang out? Do you want to talk about our feelings? Um, which is comical as hell because no matter how many times I try to think about myself, I forget that I'm still like kind of like a little girl and I want to be like, I want people to listen to me and talk to me and I want to have a sleepover and brush my hair with you. Like, do you want to talk about like how this dress makes me look? <laughs> but he does not fucking want to do that. So that's got to be in the Katie circle, not the Keith overlap area. So um, that's how I, I, I apply it. Now I want to take this into the kids and, and, and how this affects parenting, because I think I'm going to do a whole nother section on, on, um, special partners and, and people and strangers and how to keep them away. But I think that it just came to me and I think it's a great idea that Venn diagram is really such a good representation of health to me, to me, in my opinion. Um, you should have a full setup identity that your other partner in this relationship, whatever relationship that may be, boyfriend, friend, husband, girlfriend, child, person you work with, they should only intersect in places where you're both comfortable. So in the middle should only be things that you both like and make you both feel comfortable. Your circle should not spill over into their circle too much and vice versa. So I just thought that was a great visualization and I just wanted to share that with you guys. Um, so now when it comes to me and Keith, my husband, where it overlaps in the middle here is a lot of things, music, humor, jokes, whatever. But the majority of it now, no matter how you want to pretend it's not, is the kids. So the family is in that overlapping area. So inside of that area, I try to, um, lately I've been thinking folders. So I've been pretending that each kid is a folder. So I have, just like you see on, um, you know, detective shows or, or spy shows or whatever, you got the little folder, you open it up, it's got the person's picture, um, paper clipped into the front inside and all of their stats and things about them. 
That's how I'm mentally visualizing my kids right now. So inside the folder, I each put each kid in a folder, blah, blah, blah. When I see them, I mentally, okay, so when I see them, when they walk into an area where I am, I mentally think one of two things, okay? First, if I'm talking to one kid and we're having an actual conversation, not just like, oh, can I have this for a snack? I think, okay, I need to finish this folder before I open another folder. Sometimes um, I pretend I'm changing channels too. Um, so I, I really don't use one more than the other. So both are valid ways to think of it. It's just whatever pops into my head right then. So I'll be like, whoop, change the channel. Got to change to the Hank channel because I'm on the Gage channel. Things like that. So um, I finish the conversation. Okay, I'm going to finish talking to this one kid. We're going to talk about their feelings. When that's done, close the book, close the folder, change the channel. Now I can open another folder and I change my mental state to tune into that kid's channel. So if you have more than one child, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, Magnus is incredibly whiny and needy physically. He physically climbs up my body. It's, It's something that I'm having to learn to live with. Climbs up my body and wants to cuddle. He wants to put his forehead to my forehead. He wants to put his nose to my nose, staring each other's eyes while he rubs my ears. Obviously, <laughs> this stops whatever I'm doing. It's just a I can't do anything else. Um, and so when I have to change to the Magnus channel, I really have to change to the Magnus channel. So um, as an example, if so, he's like that. But Hank needs me to listen to every single thing he says and give him constant reassurance. Gage, blah, 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 Olivia, blah, 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 Hunter, blah, blah, blah. All, everybody's different. Everybody's different, including Keith. So that's kind of what I, um, sorry, I'm, I'm, whew, I'm talking so fast. I need to take like a fucking, whew. okay. I talked about it on the last episode where um, I talked about what each individual person needs. So it goes along with it. Um, the number two thing that I think is if I'm having mom time, which is for me, and this can be a lot of different things. It can be cleaning, working, exercising, watching TV, playing on Reddit, um, really just anything that I don't want to constantly stop doing to answer what I deem to be dumb questions but ultimately are important to the kids. I have to actively remember that this shit is not about me. Shout out to my friends, Eric and Tiffany, who uh, are really practicing shit is not about me recently by hanging out with um their son doing something very boring so good job um but yes just a reminder shit is not about me so i have to mentally change my channel into mom mode and find the right kid folder and step into that mindset so it's it all sounds very confusing and i had been really thinking about my i've been really thinking about my friend allison and my friend allison is so fun in that when I was a kid, I would be sitting there Indian style on the floor, straight up listening to every single thing adults told me. Like I was just taking it all in. I loved library and story time. I still do at the library. I don't even know the kids are there. I'm straight listening to that story. And when I met Allison, that's what she does. She like in life, like she's always like, okay, tell me, I'm going to do it. And um, I think that is such a fun quality in a person. So, Allison, I want you to know if you're listening to this, I am pretending that you are sitting in front of me Indian style, and I am going to tell you about it. So it's going to be really fun. Okay. 
So when it comes to our kids, they're still forming their outer circle, right? They currently live only in the middle area where you are. They don't have their own circle. They're building it piece by piece. They're slowly picking it up. I like this. I like that. I don't like this. I don't like that. This identity is not formed at all. So what are you supposed to do? Uh, Well, we all know it takes longer than 30 years or more to make a good circle. Shit, my circle is still incomplete. I think I'm probably more like a cloud shape. (laughs) So... You know, everybody, uh, everybody's circle takes building and time. So how do you help these precious, perfect little human beings form a good circle and ultimately learn how to have healthy relationships? Because that's the main goal of our lives, literally, or mine. Okay, mine. I am so obsessed with the outcome of their happiness. Like, I never want them to ever feel that insecurity and self-hate and anger and judgment that I lived my entire life with. I'm trying to skip that. I'm trying to pull my kids up in line in that particular area. Like, hey, come on up here where it's cool. Don't worry about any of that other shit. That stuff sucks. So I want to give them those healthy relationship um, building blocks right now. So first tip, stop being involved in every single second of their lives. It is so hard for me to watch other people do this. I 100% did this. Um, Hank and I are unhealthily, if that's even a word, I don't think it is, feels wrong, but we're going with it. We are way too close. Um, I never let him out of my sight. I hovered over him every second of his life. That's not to say that he doesn't play alone because he played alone, but more like just emotionally, everything we did is together. We have to make each other happy. He feeds off of me. I feed off of him. He was my first baby. I was a baby. It's fine. It happens. Everybody does it. But remember, I'm trying to go back and help you skip in line. So this is what I did wrong. It is. No matter how you cut it, no matter how you slice it, I had to fix the problems I created due to this behavior. So in this regard, stop following them around the playground. If they're fighting with another kid, stop getting involved. Everything is fine. They don't need any help. So and... It's very, it's a very weird line here because I want to make it clear. Excuse me. I'm going to need a lot of water this time because girls, I got some shit to say. Um, okay. So for instance, um, Hank all the time used to hit and get into fights. And then I pull him aside and be like, you can't do that. Blah, 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 blah. This is bad. Oh my God. You're so mean. I can't believe that you did this. Why would you do that? And we've talked about it a hundred times. And no matter what I do, you continue to act like this. That's my dumb voice for myself because I am embarrassed that I used to be this way. Whereas now I would pull, say, Magnus aside because Hank doesn't really hit anymore. Uh, You know, I pull Magnus aside and instead of attacking him and constantly filling his brain with thoughts, which is what I'm doing. So by... I hope I hope I can connect this. So by attacking and filling that space, I am filling it with 
you are so dumb, you keep fucking up, why can't you do anything right? That's not what I exactly said maybe every single time, but that's what they hear. So it doesn't matter. What you're saying to them is, you're an idiot. I can't believe you can't get this right. Now, in the case of Hank now, when he makes a mistake, or Magnus now, since he's a totally different person eight years younger, I pull him aside and say, we don't hit. That's not nice. We don't hit. You can be gentle. You can play gently. Oh, everyone can play together. Gently. And Magnus almost always follows through. There's some days when he's just tired and cranky. And then you got to go, girl. You just had to end the play date. But that is a huge difference. So what I'm telling Magnus is, these are rules. We don't do that. We don't do that. So later on when other people do it, I can say, I'm really sorry that he did that. That's not nice. But we don't do that. So you're you're setting the standards in the building box early. But you're not attacking them verbally. And it's so easy to do. Um, and I don't, I mean, I've started working on it since, um, I think he was like three, maybe. I've started to try to pay attention to exactly what I'm saying to him, um, Hank. But uh, it it's one of those things that, that just, come, I mean, you even do it to your husband sometimes. Like, God damn it. I told him to pick this up or whatever, which I mean, honestly, Keith would probably say he says about me a lot more than I do. So say it about him. Um, but that is stop being involved in their lives. Stop filling their minds. Stop attacking. Stop giving them every single thought. We just berate them constantly and tell them how to think and how to move and how to do things. They don't need that. They can figure it out. So if it's not that dangerous per se, like you see them teetering over there and they're bound, they're about to lose their balance. When they lose that balance on the playground, when they lose that balance in the backyard, they learn that that was too far. They learn that leaning that way has consequences. Next time I won't lean so far because I remember the point at which I do that and I'm not going to do it again. Um, those are valuable life lessons that we take for granted. I've obviously, ugh, obviously I'm not talking about like stupid shit. Pay attention. Don't let them play with knives. Run, no, we're not running around here with scissors, like butt naked, just Aah! crazy. Nobody's doing that. Use common sense. But if they can fall off the couch onto the carpet, let them. It's fine. Um, so in that regard, that's something I would definitely go back and smack into my own head. Um... Next, um, we know that they do, that to some, okay, wow, I just messed up. Let me just rewind. We all know that due to some extent, your job is hard, okay? It's hard. And it's hella rare that you get to do something without being interrupted, like a million times. It's so fucking annoying. I, I know. But you decided to have kids. This is part of it. You're the grown-up. Step up and figure this shit out. So that's really important to me. This is how you can help them form their own circle. And it's by getting your shit together. Get your circle under control. And they will see how a circle is supposed to look. And they will figure it out. Stop worrying about fixing everyone else. Fix you. So um, I can't say that enough. Uh, I'm probably going to say it until I'm blue in the face and I will never stop because sometimes I have to remind myself of it constantly. 
I'm going to keep moving because now I totally want to tell you guys something about feelings, but no, focus. Okay. I made an outline for a reason this time. Okay. So question is, how much time do I hang out with my kids? Right? So we talked about this, that I thought that was a dumb question. And you know, for the freaking life of me, I can't get it out of my head. I just keep thinking about it. It keeps popping in that people don't actually know how much time to spend with their kids. And neither did I. Um, so that's one of those life kick me in the ass constantly because I'm constantly reminded that I'm a jerk. So the advice that I gave on it was solid, right? I stand behind that 100%. Watch Sesame Street. Okay, but I want to elaborate on what that looks like over the course of my day. So I want to give you guys literally step by step, probably skipping a couple of things because my memory is just, I live in a whirlwind. I think we all know how that is. We're moms. But I want to show you what my day looked like. I want to literally tell you everything that happened. So Yesterday, I was cleaning out the basement storage area. We have a storage area. It's overflowing with total shit. I throw things in it, close the door, and I never think about it again. It was a nightmare, okay? So my one job is today, you're cleaning out the basement storage area. So um, here's my outline. I'm going to read it to you verbatim um, and try not to get so off topic because I want to talk about it after. So I went downstairs and I brought everything I needed to get started. Activities for Magnus, snacks so we didn't have to keep stopping, water for both of us, my phone and headphones because I was, okay, sidetracked. I'm already sidetracked. I've only gone like three lines down, but um, I thought, ha, 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 no, you're never going to get it, but I thought I was going to get to listen to podcasts the whole day. Ha, ha, no. Oh, wait, I have to pee. So then I get all this stuff, bring it all down. Now I got to pee. So I go pee. Well, I took too long and now Magnus is bored with the toys. So before I even get to start, I have to now stop and open the Magnus folder in my mind. So we're turning to the Magnus channel and play the preschool edition of put all the socks in the dryer and talk about the colors and how when you push the button on the front of the dryer, the light turns on. So I do this. Oh, a blue one. Oh, great job. You threw it in. Oh, wow. Can you find another sock like that? This kind of dumb shit, right? I don't like to talk like that. It makes me feel weird. Slowly, it gets like more calm to where I'm like, okay, pick them all up, put them back in the thing. Um, but I do, tr I try to use that voice that I catch on TV because it really does. It's so annoying and it feels dumb, but it gets their attention like super quick. It really works. Um, so no matter how silly it seems, Make it sound exciting. Fake it. Just pretend you're on one of those dumbass kid shows. Oh, yay! We found all of the socks! Yes! Like that. So, now Magnus starts playing with the socks and he doesn't care about me anymore. Okay. So now he's occupied, so I dip out and start to empty the storage area. Okay. This looks fun as shit to Magnus, obviously. So here he comes to explore the storage area. Now, during this time, I say nothing to him. He's fine. I only say something when he tries to climb like this old ladder we have over in the corner. And it's dangerous because it's not open. It's leaning against the wall. And at this point, I say, this is what we say when someone's about to do something dangerous. Oh, no. Danger, danger. Hurt, hurt. Ow. 
Then he gets down and finds something else. So in that regard, I didn't even have to. So I, I don't give instructions per se. Because um, when they're very, very young, um, baby all the way up to like two and a half, three, they don't fucking care. You're going to try to tell them this whole entire story about how ladders are dangerous. Uh, newsflash, they stopped listening to you five seconds ago. So what is the actual word you want to use? Is it fun, dangerous, or no? Pay, like So in this regard, um, Magnus learned... Or in this instance, Magnus learned, ow, really early on. Um, so we go, ow, after everything. So danger, danger, hurt, hurt, ow. So he leaves. I don't even have to talk to him. So he goes off to find something else. Okay, that, that goes fine for like 10 minutes. Uh, he probably ate some dead bugs. I don't really fucking know what he was doing because I was trying to get the storage unit empty. So there you go. It's fine. It's fine. Nothing wrong with that. You do you and just keep an eye on him and make sure they're not climbing up the ladder that's not secured to the wall. That's it. I'm watching him. He's climbing behind things. He's looking. He's making tunnels. He's whatever. So then in about 10 minutes, he says, oh, look. And he holds up a piece of red Velcro that he found on the floor. To which I reply, oh, yay. It's red and square and soft. Oh, Magnus, what a find. Good finding. Then I go back to work. He's fine. He turns around. He feels like he does like a little smirk on his face. Like, yeah, I did find that cool ass thing. And then he goes back to playing. So I'm taking Tupperwares out. When I return to the room after I take a Tupperware out, he's in the dog kennel giggling like a crazy man. I say, oh, no, where is Magnus? Oh, Magnus, where are you? Then I pop down and say, oh, I found you. Then he laughs hysterically. Anybody who's ever seen a kid play in a dog kennel knows what I'm talking about. He, they, they think that shit's hilarious. Um, so I sit on the floor and, and play peekaboo for a while. Then I close the door, look at it, and say, Oh, no. How will you get out? Do you have a key? And then he's like, Oh, shit. No, I don't have a key. Whoa. Then I produce a pretend key and open the door. Yay, now you are free. Okay, bye, friend. Then I wave and I leave him. Okay, I go back to work for about three minutes. And, oh, wait, what is that? Poop I smell? Damn it. So, <clears throat> okay, I'm just going to keep, no, Katie, get back on track. Okay. Okay, poop handled, hands washed, back to work. Cue whining and following me around. God damn it, what now? Okay, I check the time. Now it's past lunch and nap time. Okay, time to redirect. For anyone wondering where in this I am in terms of completing the cleaning that I was supposed to be doing, I have been successful at getting like six Tupperware containers and they're all just sitting in the living room along with failed toys, the dryers wide open, socks everywhere, all the stuff that the baby has pulled out from various crevices is all over the floor. Okay, that's normal. No need to panic. Okay, we need a mental restart. I make a nice lunch. Then Magnus and I sit outside in the sun. And we share a very quiet lunch. We don't even talk hardly. We stop to talk about sharing certain things because he keeps trying to steal my food. So then we have to go, oh, we share. Can I please have some? You know, that kind of stuff. We play. We hear sounds. Oh, <gasps> did you hear that? He loves to do that. <gasps> did you hear that? You know, and um, I think it was like a motorcycle, um, some birds, stuff like that. We're having a fun time. We're hanging out. So uh, for about 10 minutes, we both sit silently. It's wonderful. Now I've got him where I want him. He's nice and calm and chill. I bring him inside 
And I know, I know, hell yeah. He's nice and chill. He's ready to go down and lay down. I know I got him right where I want him. Everything's good. Here comes high energy brothers stampeding into the freaking kitchen. He immediately perks up. Shit. Now I gotta carry a screaming baby into his room like I'm the ruiner of all fun. Right? So this is the stuff that happens. This is quarantine shit. Whatever. Fine. Okay. What are you gonna do? They're home. So we go in there. I change the screaming baby. Then I say, oh, yes, I found a pacifier. Boom. Silence. He crawls into bed. We go to sleep. That works with him every time. I don't know what works with your kid, but I do know that telling them what to do never works. Even though I try it all the time. I All the time I have to remind myself that doesn't work. What are you doing? I'll be like, get in bed. Come on. Get down. And they're just like, no. Yeah. Um. And every time I'm like, you're an idiot. Why did you do that? It's all your fault. So um, make it seem fun. Oh, wow. I have an idea. Do you want to read a book or cuddle? You know, something. I don't know what your kid likes to do. So baby goes to sleep. Now I tell everyone in the house, uh, I'm out of commission. Don't interrupt me for anything. I put on my headphones finally. Listen, put on something hilarious that I like. And for the rest of the day... I finished cleaning the basement. Magnus wakes up at some point and he's put in front of the TV um, by my husband at some point in time. I don't even know when he woke up. Nobody came to get me, thank God, or I would have never finished what I was doing. So I was very appreciative of that. Um, so I come and find him. He's watching TV and he has a snack. Obviously, nobody changed his diaper. Okay, I'm going to take my win and just change the diaper. So nagging at anybody or attacking them, that's... They did something really nice for me. That was super fucking nice. So that's where I see um, myself fail sometimes as well. To It's really hard to swallow that like, well, you could have fucking changed them. Now you're an asshole. Because if I was them in that situation, I'd be like, okay, fuck you. I got them and I put them in front of the TV and I did all this stuff. So try to think of the other person's point of view before you talk, which is fucking so hard for me. <laughs> so hard okay so i change him uh i order a pizza because fuck that i ain't making dinner i cleaned the basement i'm a winner i did my one thing i feel like a god um so then i sit down and i read to magnus and we're both asleep by nine okay that was my day so um over the day it was me okay i got to do my thing but I still entered into Magnus's folder, frame of mind, circle, whatever you want to call it, okay? When he needed me. But in the case of small kids, you have to be super flexible and go with the flow. It's, oh my God, is it frustrating. So I am not saying this from a place where I don't understand that sometimes you just want to be like, everyone let me the fuck alone. Like, I'm trying to do my shit. Oh my God, if I, I just want to watch this fucking show. Or whatever it is that your brain is thinking. But it doesn't matter. You have to do it. You have to try to fight. And you have to get on their level. Right? So if you fight it and you say like those things. Like get away from me. Stop. Uh, they just push ten times harder. That's it. They're going to make you stop. Like you, they're going to win. Whether you spank them and throw them in their bed while they scream. Or whatever. You still got distracted. I mean, you still aren't doing the thing you wanted, so it was dumb, and now you're both angry. And that's the shit that I constantly used to do all the fucking time. That I do not do anymore. Okay. Well. 
I would say even if I do do it, it's a lot less severe. So, I mean, I'm not perfect. I'm not fucking running around here doing all every single thing I'm supposed to do every single time. But I am aware of that and I pay very close attention to it because either way, you're stopping because they're kids and they have no concept of understanding that you're a person. Like, remember when you would, like, see your teachers out in the real world and you'd be like, what the hell are you doing here? You live at school. Like, you're a tool that I use when I'm at school. Why are you here? You're not a person. Kids see you like that. You're their mom. You're not a lady or whatever. They're like, that's my mom, dude. You know, so it, it's it's just how it is. <laughs> you're not going to fix it. Um, They need you. They want you. That's a special kind of thing, man. You're important. People need you. They love you. That's awesome. So, if you acknowledge, if you pause your shit, if you give them that attention, if you really give them that quality look, then they bounce back into their own circle. So, the problem is when they start fitting into your circle more and more and your circle gets bigger and bigger, but theirs is very tiny. They can't live under your constant attacking and um I'm trying to think of exactly what it is that I want to say but I am having a difficult time um I hope that you're all understanding the concept of what I'm talking about they can't be overshadowed by your personality they need you when they need you and if you give them that attention when they need it they will in a very healthy manner bounce back into their circle because they are filled up what they needed emotionally has been fulfilled and now they can move on to another task. So I hope that, I hope that made it very clear. So, um, healthy looks so much different with adults, right? Um, I really do think that should be a whole nother episode. Uh, I think I'm going to do a part two healthy relationships. Um, but in the grand scheme of things, uh, and I'm totally going to get on Reddit and fucking be all over that because they have such good examples of unhealthy relationships um, that we've all gotten sucked into. Um, it's super easy for me because I'm really empathetic and I will I will be like, oh my God, you poor baby, that must be so hard. And then I find out, oh, they were mean to you because you're a dick bag. Hmm. I didn't see that coming, but I should have. Um. So... Just remember in over the next week while I get part two kind of organized, your husband is a circle and you're your own circle. Let him have his own thing, especially during this quarantine time. Alone time is more important than ever, really. Um, and I had to give up my alone time the other day and it was very difficult. I, I, it could have gone two ways. I could have got mad and harbored resentment. Or I could give my husband the attention that he actually needed right then because he found me alone and thought, oh, this is a great time to get her and talk to her all to myself because now she's alone. And my gut reaction is always, God damn it, what? Um, but I didn't say that. I had a talk with myself, got my shit together, and I could see that he wanted me. And that's cool. So I let him come out and we had a great fucking time. It was wonderful. And I don't regret it at all. But that doesn't mean I don't get alone time. That means that, well, this is how this time is going right now. 
Later, I will be very clear with everyone for my alone time. Or I'll just pretend I'm taking a nap and be on my phone the whole fucking time. I mean, girl, you got to do what you got to do, okay? <laughs> so just pretend you're pooping for like a really long fucking time. Or like taking a shower or something where people don't interrupt you. Although I know even though the bathroom things are supposed to be private, they are not. So I, I am aware of that. So I hope that this works. And I hope that you understand. So my friend Allison um, is so wonderful and She's a very schooled, very calm, very organized kind of a mind. And she um, reminded me like, hey, what is it about? What is it that we're supposed to be looking at? So Allison, I'm constantly thinking that. So what is this episode about? This episode is how about how to, so we'll go over the little, little cliff notes here, right? How to have a healthy relationship. How to help your children achieve a healthy relationship. And that means when you can be, you are there for them fully, you appreciate them, you step into their world. You're not losing yourself to them by any means. You're not letting them dictate your life. You're not letting them tell you how the day's going to go. But you are giving them a beautiful, kind amount of attention that shows them, wow, Later on, when they're looking back in their mind folder on how to interact with humans, this is the, this is the example. This is what they're going to pull out. They're going to be kind and patient to people because you showed them without even meaning to. That's what it's about. They don't give a shit. You can say whatever you want, but showing, oh man, that's 400 times more powerful. So show them what your circle is. I, I got this stuff. Mommy likes this stuff. You don't have to like this stuff. This is mommy's stuff. And then when you interact with them, you appreciate every single thing about them. You tell them, holy shit, man. I can't believe you came up with that. That's really clever. Good for you. Um, and then it will help them build that outer circle because they will know they have support and they'll be brave and they'll step a little further out and then a little further out and then a little further out um, while they build their, their personal space. I also want to tell you um, a quick little story um, before I end today that we've started here in my house, and I think everyone should do it because it's fun as shit. Um, long story short, I attack myself constantly. I've always done it. I'm pretty sure I know where it comes from, but none of that shit matters. Again, none of that shit matters. The problem is that I do it, so how can I fix it? Um... And my sister-in-law was just so incredible at opening my mind door, so to speak, and um, telling me, stop doing it, essentially. So I've been paying attention and trying to take compliments. Well, I noticed that sometimes I'm like, you don't do this. That sucks. You're, st you know, whatever, whatever it is. And the other day, we're sitting on the porch. So I read Shiloh with my other son. And at the end of the day, sorry, I'm getting sidetracked because I just totally looked outside and it's really pretty. <laughs> Focus! Ah! Um, at the end of the day, the family sits out on the porch, right? It's like a thing they do. And I thought to myself, we don't ever sit on the porch. I want to do that all the time. That's the kind of life I want to lead. And I was being kind of baby about it. Like, I want to do that. Um... 
sorry, there's some bird or something outside that sounds like it's literally getting murdered. So I'm sorry if you can hear it. Um, so the other day we're sitting on the porch and it was supposed to be just Keith and I having a date. Well, then Hank and the baby came outside and they started playing ball and I sat there so lame. And then Hunter comes outside and I was like, oh my God. And my husband was like, what? And I was like, yeah, I don't want to know. That's going to open a whole thing. And then I was like, okay, do you want to know? And he was like, okay, tell me. And so I told him, I said, they did this thing in the book. I really want it, blah, blah, blah. And I said, and now we're doing it. We're doing it right now. I can, I have it. Yes. So in our house, we've been saying skill mastered. Because I started to notice that everybody's constantly trying to please me. Everybody's constantly trying to do all this stuff or whatever. Get attention in this way, whatever. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. And so saying skill mastered helps them know they can close the door on that. You've already done that. Yes. You nailed it. Yes. Um, and since they're video game kids, Skill Mastered felt really fun. Um, and Olivia half-assed something in the yard very badly the other day. And um, I was doing the Skill Mastered. And she came in and I said, okay, it's school time, baby. Give me an oral report on what you did in the backyard. How'd it go? And she, she was like, uh, I, I don't know. And then I busted out laughing. And um, Gage was standing there. And so I was like, she don't know because she didn't even fucking do it. Like, she just went through the motions. And Gage was like, oh, hell yeah, totally. Um, You know, and I was talking about how, like, when you're a teenage kid, you don't fucking know. You just put the garbage in the can. You didn't pay attention. And your dad gets mad because you spilled all the grease or something all over the back of it. But really, you were just like, I don't know. Did the trash get to the can? Fine. That's what I was supposed to do. Oh, God. Uh." So we gave her two out of three stars because she did not skill master. She has to come back and try again in order to level up. So we've just been having fun with it. It's fun as shit. Um, and it's fun to give high fives. We've already talked about it. I love high five. Yes. So skill mastered, um, as far as my porch time. So give yourself. Okay. Allison point of that is let yourself win. Have it. You did it, baby. When you do the hard work, enjoy the hard work. Enjoy it. Sit in it for a minute. Let your mind really pat you on the back. You fucking nailed it. You're being true to yourself. You're being true to what you want out of life. And you're having everything you could ever possibly want. And the reason is because you worked towards it. That's fucking rad. So, hope you master a whole bunch of skills. I'm going to go now or else I swear to God, we will talk forever and we're about to start braiding each other's hair. Okay? So everyone, uneducatedhousewife at gmail.com. Send me whatever you want because I just love to hear from you. And next week, uh, oh, if you have great examples of healthy behavior versus unhealthy behavior, if you find any articles on Reddit that you really feel like um, go with this topic, send them to me uneducatedhousewife at gmail.com. Thanks. Bye.